Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Hey, what's going on? Cruising, cruising. Yeah, how you doing today? All right, all right, not too bad. Anything crazy going on in the wonderful world of Walt Disney as, you're, as you work today? I don't know about crazy, but uh, the Special Olympics are going on at the ESPN, uh, Wide World of Sports, and so they have... All of all-star sports and all of all-star music rented out just for the special uh, Olympic athletes and their families. So that was pretty crazy to see this morning with, uh, I think they had probably realistically 200 school buses loading all of them up to go over to the ESPN club or ESPN complex from the all-stars. So there were school buses everywhere. And then they have uh, charter buses for the families that aren't going to events today to go to the parks. So All-Stars was pretty much nothing for us today. So, okay, but. but it's nice to hear that the, the, they were renting out. And then I love that uh, ESPN holds the Special Olympics every year. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a, a lot of kids here for it. So, yeah. so hopefully they have a great time. And hopefully they get to enjoy the parks, you know what I'm saying, and have a really good time because they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. Yep. It's awesome. So, yeah, I went to uh, – first of all, when you called me, I was eating pizza. And the reason I was eating pizza at the last minute so late was because – I don't know if you're having this problem, but I'm really starting to get PO'd about it. Uh, and it's unlike me to ever get aggravated about anything. But no, not at all. No, but I've been having problems with meats lately, John. It's like I look at the dates because everything's so damn expensive. And every pack of the ground beef, the ground turkey had like a puffy thing. Like, you know how the packaging gets like puffed up like there's air in it? Yes, you don't. And you never trust a, a blown up package. Yeah, well, every single one of them were like that. And they were stocked and had two weeks left. So I grabbed that one. And then I gra- and then I got chicken and chicken was the chicken I bought was the chicken tenders which were due up tomorrow actually I bought them Thursday or when whenever it was I but I look at the dates 
We open, we we throw out the turkey, which is twelve dollars for the thing of turkey, and then another eleven ninety eight for the thing of uh, chicken because we opened up the chicken. That was a today's the fifth. Am I wrong, John? You're correct. And tomorrow's the sixth. We open that up. It's stinking to high heaven. We're gonna make chicken or turkey tacos to have for lunch and dinner. So uh, twenty four dollars worth of meat, and I'm noticing this more and more, dude. That it doesn't sell right. It don't look right. It, it's like, if you don't bring it home and cook it that day, you, the, the date don't even matter anymore, it seems like. Are you having any problems with this? You know, uh, just about everything we buy, we throw in the freezer unless I'm going to cook it that day. So I, we really don't have that much of a problem because we freeze everything almost immediately because I have ran into this issue a lot. So especially some of the uh, cheaper meats that we might purchase at Walmart and stuff that I know was going to go bad. So yeah, they're putting the freezer right away. But uh, yeah, those, those blown up packages I never trust. I, I know that they're they're probably okay, but if that plastic wrap is tight like that, I don't trust it at all. You yeah, know well, Brenda's reading today. Kind of gas that, in there. Yeah, well, Brenda's reading something to do with bacterial that's eating the, the meat that's making it blow up like that. It's like uh, as soon as you start mentioning it's trash, but. I'm like, yeah. like the the whole rack was like that, and it's like, so why are you stocking them like that? If if Joe Blow from Idaho or Dirt, Dumb Doug from New Jersey knows about this, why doesn't the butcher know it? Why is he stocking that? Well, next week I told Brenda I'm going shopping alone because me and the butcher at our at our grocery store is going to have a conversation. And no, because because we're the type, John. Once it goes in the freezer, now me and my wife are afraid to bring it out, like. Okay, if the date is June 6th and we want to eat on July 6th, is it still good? You understand what I'm saying? That starts going through our head because we're, we're knuckleheads. We, anything that's frozen, I'm worried about it. You get what I'm saying, John? How you're thawing it. Will it thaw right? You know, I, I'm, I'm a weirdo. Right? So we like to eat fresh meat. We buy what we need for the week and we cook those meals. I don't like to have a freezer full of meat. Uh, unless it was during COVID, and, and then I would buy things that I knew were okay. You know what I'm saying. You had to do what you had to do. But we like to eat fresh food. And it seems like now it's, it's constantly doing this. We opened up the wrapper, and the kitchen smelled to high heaven. Is it, it, There's something yeah. wrong with that. It's not right. Yeah, when, when chicken goes bad, stuff. it's terrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Chicken's disgusting when it goes bad. So. And it looked perfectly fine, but it stunk to high heaven. And the problem with it is... As expensive as everything is right now, I mean, I got $5 gas here now, John. I, I just want to cry. I literally just want to scream and cry. I mean, it is disgusting. I, I spent $180 at Target uh, two days ago. I don't even know what I bought, John, on Friday night. A pack of crackers and a soda. I mean, it is, it. it is disgusting right now. It is absolutely horrible. I mean, I, I don't, something has to be done. I'm tired of everybody blaming everybody. All I know is everybody that's going to work is going broke. It's getting to the point where you're better off. You're, we all, we all, all we might as well all just quit and uh, go on unemployment or, or welfare at this point. Because driving more to work money is you make them yeah. cost more. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. driving to work is like ridiculous. Between tolls and gas right now, I'm spending $800 a month, John, just to go to work. Yeah, I'm spending six. So. Yeah, well, like, what is that? And, and and nobody cares about it? Nothing's being done about it? I mean, I feel like Bob Iger's running the country right now. <laughs> Did he take over? We didn't know it? Yeah, I mean... The only thing I would say, Doug, the only thing I would say about Bob Iger and Disney is that's not necessary. 
I mean, no, we love I'm, this I'm kidding with you. It is, but, it is for, but, but it, you know what I'm saying? But it, gas is absolutely necessary. Absolutely. We have to have it. So, yeah, somebody's taking full advantage of us is what's happening. Absolutely. Somebody the, somewhere. It's, it's, it's crazy. And the other thing is, is, like, you're told to go buy an electric car. I'm driving by car dealerships that don't have car. Like, where I bought my Honda, John. Literally, this this part when I bought my Honda a couple years a few years ago, it had six seven hundred cars in the lot, John. It's that big of a dealership. It's called the the Auto Turnersville Auto Mall. There's nine there's nine car dealers in there, and every one of those dealers have four five six hundred cars. Yo, it's a monster area. Penske owns it, John. And there's there I counted today I drove by there was eight cars and all eight of them were minivans. It's the only thing that Honda a whole Honda dealership has is eight minivans. The Mazda dealer didn't have a zero car in it, John. The Ford dealer I got put on a list to look at a new Ford Maverick. I was talking to the guy. I now this shouldn't be. I went to talk about buying a new Ford pickup and the guy laughed at me. You really think you're gonna get that? He goes, let me see the list. He goes, I'll put you on. You're number 68 in the waiting list for one truck, John. And, and and this is the kicker. He flat out told me, whatever Keller, whatever make, whatever model comes in, like, you know, the XLT, the Larry, you have all different versions of it. He said, yeah, whatever yeah. model comes in, that's the one you got to buy. So if it's pink with purple polka dots, it that's the only option you have, John. <laughs> So, I mean, it is horrible. It is really bad. And then I, then I get on my Disney site, which, which you're saying, the only reason I'm bringing up all that, I brought up Disney with Iger running the country is because we are a Disney podcast, so I had to tie it in somehow. But then you got, being willing to pay $17 to ride Epcot's Guardian to Co- Galaxy Cosme Re- Rewind isn't enough if you're not a Walt Disney World Resort hotel guest. So apparently you got to pay more than that if you're not staying at a hotel, John. <laughs> Uh, I mean, here's the story on that. Then I'll get to my other other stuff. Securing a lightning lane access at Epcot's Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is proving more difficult than just handing out $17. Walt Disney World latest roller coaster is now into its fourth day of operation, and for and so far sales of lightning lane access have reached capacity during Walt Disney World Hotel guest early sale window. The early sellout before park opening means that those guests not staying at Disney hotels have not, no option to purchase Lightning Lane or have access. So if you have a, if you have an annual pass and you dished out over a thousand dollars for that, tough crap, <laughs> is what they're telling you. You got seventeen bucks. You're, you, it doesn't even matter. So. Since Genie Lots, Walt Disney World guests, and Disney Resort Hotels can make their first purchase at 7 a.m. Nothing I like more than being on vacation and have to set my alarm for, for 6 o'clock. What about you, John? Yeah. It's yeah. awesome, isn't it? Look, so pay five, $6,000 for this trip. But also what we're going to do is we make you wake up every single day to do your job. You got to go to work to get on our rides because that's how, that's how we roll around here. While other guests can make their first Lightning Lane when the park opens, this gives a huge advantage to hotel guests for demand of Lightning Lane purchases. At Guardians of the Galaxy, individual Lightning Lane purchases reaching capacity at 7.15 a.m., 75 minutes before anybody else can purchase it. So if you're not, if you're not staying on property, you're SLL. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the only thing I say is... Yeah. 
at least they're not overselling it, you know? I mean, because uh, would you be too surprised if they just allowed sales to go on and didn't have a, enough actual capacity for lightning light? You know what I mean? I mean, kind of surprised they limited, honestly. Yeah, well, I'm you I'm surprised they don't just charge they should just charge individual people all day long. You're you're right. That's where I think they should go cuz they're seriously losing money here. I think they should just totally shut the, the ride down unless you pay for lightning lane. They should just make it a flat $17 rate for anybody just they should shut lightning lane down period and they should just tell you to hand out your credit card and walk on the ride and just make it even 20. First time per serve, just book, charge you an extra 17 bucks for every single person that day, John. What do you think? Sure, do it. That's what's next. If all, like, I could name this show Idiots because that's what it is. I, I, I would not pay $17 if my life depended it to get on this ride. Not, it's, it's ridiculous after what you pay for it. So, Again, last week I didn't call the show Idiots because it was Memorial Day and I didn't want to have that in the title. But after reading this, this weekend show might be called that because I think you're an idiot if you pay the $17. I really do. Because all you're doing is feeding the beast. So. And there's a lot of people doing it. Yep. Yep. Every morning I hear it's constantly the discussion on the on the buses, what lightning lane reservations do they have. So it's it's... You know, I mean, there was there was going to be an argument made at some point if people didn't pay it, then it would go away. But it's not going to go away. There's no way. No, I mean, it's a cash cow right now. Yeah, people are idiots. They, they, I don't get it. It makes like how much more is enough, man? I mean, if I'm Disney at this point, just start, dude, twenty five, thirty dollars. I mean, Bob, just Bob, just do you do be like be as criminal as you can be, because I'll even respect you more. Charge twenty five dollars. Screw people. Because that's what you're saying anyway. Like, I'm not going to... I At this point, I could not possibly hate them anymore if they charge an extra 50 bucks, Sean. Because it is what it yeah, is. Think, it, it's all about... It's it's money. That's all it's about. I think you've reached your capacity with both of them, so I don't think they're... uh, Nothing else they're going to do is going to offend you anymore. No, I could not hate Walt Disney World Management or Walt or Disney Company any more than I possibly do as far as their management. I love their rides. I love their product. I love being there, but I can't stand what they stand for right now. Uh, Anyway, we'll we'll go back. We were talking about idiots. I went last night to to another drag. I meant to post some things. I went and seen rocket cars last night when my my brother, my godson, and Logan, which is like a grandson to me, I went and seen, uh, we went to Echo Raceway, and we seen, you ever see the jet cars, John? No, I don't think so. I went to a drag race one time, but that's as much as I see. Well, these cars have, their dragsters and their funny cars that have jet motors on them. That, uh, they did the quarter mile, and when they go off, John, it's like a jet. It's a, two jet airplanes taking off side by side next to each other. Two jet engines. The one, the the first race was we. It was a bunch of regular cars racing too, but the one race of the funny cars was the one funny car beat the other funny car 284 mile an hour to 281 mile an hour, John. Good job. Yeah, and then then they ran the next group and they were in the 280s five seconds and a quarter mile. And then they had the dragsters, which they ended up doing 274 mile an hour and 273 mile an hour, side by side, going down two rocket cars in six seconds. It was crazy. 
but it was a good time. they don't take off. It's uh, got to be close to actually listing off, right? There, yeah, I don't know what they do to keep the trajectory down. I, I mean, yeah. They have to do something, but yeah, I mean, if the guy put his arms out the windows, I'm sure he would fly. <laughs> get, a, get a little foil going and boom, there they go. Yep. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was a good time. My godson and the little one, Logan, they went on a monster truck last night. They had a huge monster truck that had seats in the bed of it. And for 10 bucks a piece, they did like figure eights and rolls and slides. They were flying around. Dust bowl, though. The where they were dry, like the whole parking lot's full of dust there. <laughs> but it, it, it was funny. It's, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, Doug, as you're saying that on passengers that so I come home, uh, I, I head home kind of a back way. I go down 27 to Claremont. And there's a, uh, what we would commonly call a tourist trap out here. It's uh, got a lot of uh, obvious fresh set citrus, you know, and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And they have they have a, what they claim to be the world's biggest monster truck. Oh. And monster truck truck rides. What, and it's an old school bus that they've got a, a giant tires on. They take you through the bug bogs behind the uh, behind the horde shack out here. So, <laughs> Have you ever done it? No, it it looks it looks fun though. I mean, I pass it on the, on the way home almost every day, so I'm always tempted to go in there and to maybe get some fresh produce or something. So, yeah, there yeah. you go. I'd be afraid to get stuck out in the bog though with, with the alligator myself. <laughs> but, uh, they got a lot of. I mean, you drive by there, they've got a lot of stuff that is probably overrun from the theme parks. They've got a giant King Kong statue. That must have came from Universal at some point. So okay. silly crap like that. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Florida has a ton of tourist traps. They really do. All, uh, all over. Yeah, one or two. Yeah, 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 one or two. Yes, but I, I, we we did have a good time though last night. I left a little early because I had a confrontation on the way in, and I said I'm getting out of here early before I have to deal with people again. You know, I, I pulling in the parking lot. I had a cop intervene with me and a guy towing a trailer. It was. <laughs> It was an ugly beginning of the night. Uh, uh, can't take you anywhere. Can't no, take you. No, no. Well, dude, you know how you got, it's a back road, like a, a two lane highway, one way going one way, one, you know what I'm saying? No, it's not a major highway yeah. where there's a racetrack as it's Atco dragway. It's out in the, out in the woods, out in the park. Yeah, yeah. Because, yep. you know, so anyway, cops are there trying to get people through where there's three lanes going in, one lane coming out. And, I'm the next one to make the left, but all three lanes are full. There's nowhere for me to go. Well, the idiot coming out with a trailer, I have my window down, and he's trying to make a right onto the road with his trailer, and he starts blowing the horn. So I go, I go, you blowing at me? I said, I, I, and I was said, I said it nice. I said, who are you blowing at? He goes, mind your own business, and he calls me Jo, and dude, my door flies open. <laughs> I start screaming out, well, here comes the cops. You go, and you go in there. I mean, the only funny part of the whole thing, it's kind of hard to be a tough guy when you're in a Kia. A little Kia Solar. <laughs> That's what I, I, I mean, uh, I occasionally get somebody really upset with me driving a truck in Sarasota. Yeah, go figure. But, I mean, they would get, and it's never, hardly ever is it some big old, uh, you know, plumber in a, in a pickup truck. Yeah. No, it's the dude that cabriolet. And yeah. I mean, come on, brother. I mean, get, yeah. get, get, get yeah. back in your shoes, little convertible, and go home to mommy, okay? Yes. I mean, back off. 
No, I, 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 I mean, I, he, he's, he was blowing at the guy behind me, but it looked like he's blowing at me, and I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to tell him I would go if I could. I, where do you want me to go? Yeah. yeah. And then he starts jumping bad, so I fly out the car. The cop comes, the cops come running across the street. Get in your car. You go that way. You get out of here. I'm like, and I'm screaming at the guy. I'm like, oh, this is how the night started. I'm in, you know. Dude, deliverance was all over the place. It's all I'm telling you. I mean, biker gangs. It was it was not a good scene last night there. But we had a great time. But you just had to watch yourself because there was all kinds there last night, John. It wasn't a Disney crowd. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> I, I was kind of surprised about that, Doug. You know, growing up in um, Florida, I figured when I got stationed up north, um, I thought, I don't know, I thought somehow you guys are – are uh your 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 workaholics and you're busy all the time and and maybe you're a little more sophisticated than than i grew up with with the people down here there's some rednecks in new jersey oh absolutely <laughs> there is we got, we some, got the whole area serious country folks so. yeah we got the whole area called the pine land it's the pine barrens we they're and they're and they're called pineys john they're pineys <laughs> is what they're called and Right. You, know, you know, I'm the sophisticated kind, John, just in case you, there you go. Know. There you go. But no, it was a good time. It was nice to be out. The kid loved the rocket car, the monster truck. He didn't want to get out of. We had a, we had a really good time, but nice. but I decided after I told my brother after this set of rocket cars go, cause I seen there was a, a few more left and the monster trucks were left to crush some cars, which I really only like the regular drag race and I could care less about all the other stuff. So I told him, I said, listen, I'm out of here. I, I, I don't want any more trouble. I want to drive right out, get on the road, and I'm nobody around me. I don't need no more of this aggravation. So, there you go. Now, did you watch Obi-Wan, John? Yes, I did. Uh, one to ten, all three episodes. All three episodes, probably about a seven. Okay. See, you don't love and, Star Wars uh, as much as me, because I thought it was a nine myself. I really well, enjoyed I, it. It got pulled up because the last episode was probably a nine and a half. Yeah. Um, the first two I thought were really clunky and kind of, kind of really slow to develop. Well, it. they kind of. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I got a point and I'll forget it. The the first two episodes kind of remind me. Do you ever watch the show Better Call Saul? I keep meaning to, but no, I haven't. I haven't yet. It's fantastic, but I I love it. It's one of my favorite shows ever. I love that show. And they have a problem with, like, they'll start the show off so slow doing something like, they'll show you like a ladybug walking across the desert for like five minutes. And that's how I felt with Obi-Wan, the first episodes, with him riding back and forth showing you put the meat away every day. I'm like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that was the stuff yep. that was very annoying. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It was. Some of it was repetitive, and, and I don't know. It, it took forever to get to a. Uh, I, I just wanted to see the a lightsaber duel, and it took forever to get there. Obi Wan still doesn't want to be who Obi Wan's supposed to be, so you know. But it's getting there, and Darth Vader is. It, I mean, I love the way they're playing Darth Vader. You know, as as popular as as that villain is, I was afraid they were gonna like kind of baby toddle him or something, or make him not as evil as he really is and no they're they're straight to it he's a mean sob so no he is darth vader and i yeah, will say yeah. that yeah. uh the the girl playing laura uh princess leia is phenomenal yeah she's really good she's really good 
I, I'm really enjoying uh, her. I mean, it's nice to see uh, anything that uh, what's his face is. is now, I, now I forget his name. The one that plays her father. What's his name again? Jimmy Smith. Anything he's in. Yeah, yeah. I, I love I love Jimmy Smith. He's one of my favorite actors. And so, I like the character he played in uh, in um, uh, Sons of Anarchy. So well, I, thought, I thought he was a pretty interesting character there. So. Yeah, well, he was the only one that wanted to have a life outside of yeah, fighting yep, every day yep. of the day. So, yep. yeah, he was very good in that. He, where I fell in love with him was, oh, don't tell anybody, John. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but was NYPD Blue. NYPD Blue was my show. I loved that show. So he was phenomenal in that. Did you ever watch NYPD Blue? No, I never seen it. Well, if you get a chance, my wife actually watched it with me during the pandemic, and it's her, one of her favorite shows she's ever seen. So you can get it on Amazon Prime from the beginning, John, if you have that. So. I can't remember if that's what I have now or not. Yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, keep, I keep getting services, and I keep turning them off when I'm done watching stuff and turn it back on, mm -hmm. you know. And I'll tell you what, that Moses Ingram playing Rava, she is, she's a mean one, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, although, I mean, she's not nearly as, uh, I guess she's supposed to be intimidating just being a human. But, I mean, the other Inquisitors really look uh, like they've got damage done and, and scars and, you know, all that type of stuff. And no, but she just she's looks just, like a normal human. Yeah, but she's just one determined SOB. She wants what she yeah, wants. Oh, yeah. yeah, she wants, you know, she's... She's no joke. She like the other ones are not wanting to torture and beat up the civilians either. She's ready to torture anybody to get the information she wants. Like immediately. Yeah, she doesn't care. <laughs> yep. No, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I think it's a great show. I I mean, uh, I think I like it better than Bubba Fat already. Like Bubba Fat was saved at the end by the Mandalorian. Yeah, I suppose. I, I don't know. I kind of like uh, Boba Fett. The Mandalorian by far was. You like the Mandalorian the best. The best. Yeah. Like yeah, Mandalorian. Mandalorian was the best. Yeah, I mean, I'm liking both of them. It's like you know, it's like Judith picking between her two favorite children, me and you. But she likes you always better, and it's okay. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that I'm not still good, right, John? Yeah, yeah, that's the story. I mean, we're we're her on-air children. We'll never compare to her two beautiful children, John. We know that. But I'm just talking about as her podcasters, we're like two of our her favorites, but I know she likes you more than me. And it's okay. Well, speaking, of, speaking of Judith, did you see Tommy's picture on Facebook the other day? Which one? The one you commented the, uh, on with the fish? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mr. Kraft. Yeah, he... With who? Um, the owner of the Patriots, right? Oh, yeah, he's told me about... Yeah, we told you they're highfalutin, John. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I didn't know they were that highfalutin. Dude. I mean, goodness. I mean, they got craft on speed dial up there, John. You know, that's how they roll. <laughs> you know. I mean, I they that's why they were so upset about Tommy. Them and Tommy's probably dinner party together, you know. Ah, that's why I'm shocked they even hang out with me in here. Like, us, them hanging with us at Disney, John, was like... Royalty with the flim flam, you know what I'm saying? Slumming. Yeah, they were slumming with us, John. They really were, but we do love them. And and now it's now they're now the stupid Celtics are even winning, which is really pissing me off. Oh, speaking of the playoffs, my lightning play or should be starting here. Puck, puck's gonna be dropped in about 20 minutes. 
10 minutes or so. So I get them all in just the third period. So, and they're down 2-0, so it's not looking real good. But this one's at home, so we'll see. I can't so. believe the Rotten Rangers are beating them. I know, I know. It's their goalie. They have a phenomenal goalie. Well, I, so. I, dude, I hate the Rangers the most in hockey. I hate the Rangers. I can't stand the Rangers. I I would agree with you. I would agree with you because there's so many New York fans that live in Tampa now, and so and, they under, as, and they've been under rocks for the past 15 years. Oh yeah, now, now all of a sudden they're everywhere. Oh yeah, and even as, as successful as uh, the Lightning have been the last several years, uh, you go to a Lightning game, they'll, they'll probably at least be 30 percent Ranger fans in that game today, and that drives me crazy. Yeah, and the thing that even pisses me off more—they have to have the red, white, and blue colors. Like they're—I want—I I want, I want to remove the red, white, and blue colors from them too. They—they don't—they don't. I hate them that they have our country's colors on them. I can't. So the Rangers are my team. I hate the most in hockey. The Rangers—I'm I, sorry. Rangers and the Devils, the Jersey Devils. I hate the Devils and the Rangers the same. I mean, they're—they're—they're they're, they're my two. I hate both those teams. In basketball, I can't stand the Celtics. I, I'm, I mean, I, I hate the Celtics. I mean, I've never even cared for Steph, Steph Curry, but now he's my favorite player of all time at the moment. And please play good this week. So I can't stand the Celtics. In football, I hate the Cowboys, but I think I hate the Giants even more than the Cowboys. And then in baseball, I, I, I hate – Everybody but the Phillies in baseball. No, I'm kidding. Like, I don't have a team that I hate the most in baseball. I think the Braves were for a while, but that went away. But but basketball, hockey, and football, they're, they're the teams I can't stand. I, I don't know. But, yeah, you'll have 80% Ranger fans in your audience probably, John. It'd be at least 30 or 40%. And I don't know, the last uh, – game they played they played up the rangers tied in the third period and took it won it in overtime and they were doing that let's go rangers chant oh god i just want to fire and and did you watch that continuing on disney plus did you watch that in canto yeah yeah what was your rating on that i i liked the, the music a lot I thought it had great music, and I liked the characters, especially the Bruno guy was pretty good. But the story itself, I thought, was kind of uh, there was too really, many really. In it. it was too. Yeah, yeah, it was unfulfilled. I mean, there was no where. Where did this magic come from? I mean, you know, it's just random. Yeah, so, well, I don't know. And I liked it. I loved her. I thought the little girl, the main character, was adorable in the way she was there for everybody in her family. Like I loved all that. I yeah. love the fact that at the end, her wicked sister and her finally became friends. I love that. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. But <laughs> but there were so many holes in the story. And it's kind of like it reminded yeah. me of... What was the other one that I told you about with the guy with the... Uh, the one that played in the band? Joe? Oh, Soul. Soul. I, I, I like the character of Soul, but it was the same way. I feel like they left... There was not enough. You don't. You didn't know enough about the characters, in my opinion, or how everything came to be. Am I wrong? Yeah, there's not enough meat on the bone. Yes, so, it was know. weird. It, and I, me and Brenda wanted to like it. We watched it last week, and I, as we're trying to throw on a, some of the animated ones to catch up on, like I might try Turning Red or Luca next week. Next week we might try to watch one of those two. But 
yeah, I, I liked all the scenery. It was beautiful. I loved the, like, the music, the atmosphere, like, the whole, I mean, the drawings and the, the, the script. I mean, the scenery was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, the music was very catchy. Um, so a lot of that was really, really good. But, yeah, it was, there was definitely some holes in the story. Yeah, it's like me and Brenda are looking at each other like, what, what, what? what where's this, what, what, what did we, did we miss something? Like, I rewound it a couple times to think I was losing my mind. So, but no, I wasn't happy with that too much. Like, the last one I think I liked the most, believe it or not, was probably Moana. The last one that added to my, you know, how much crazy, like, like, Frozen 2 I thought stunk. Incredibles 2 was great, but that's been forever ago, you know? Have you seen Onward yeah. yet? Have you seen Onward? No, uh, Lisa saw that. She liked that. And JJ saw uh, Luca, and he liked that. So, yeah, I need to watch both of those at some point. Yeah. Because even the last Toy Story I didn't like. I mean, I I liked it, but didn't like it the way I liked all the other ones. The last Toy Story I didn't think was that good. Did you? It was good, but it wasn't up to the one, two, and three. Yeah, I mean, it was like one, two, and three were like a ten, an A, an A plus, an A, an A, and then it dropped to a C. And I, I wouldn't say it was nearly as bad as like Godfather three or anything, but yeah, it was a no. disappointing. Story. No. Yeah, well, in Godfather three, I I watched it again like ten years later, and it, and it was okay. I didn't hate it as much because I didn't have the expectation for it. Yeah, you know, but after the first two Godfathers. They that dropped the ball like so bad it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah, they had a good cast and everything. It, yeah. it just yeah, I don't know. That felt so flat. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it seemed like it was thrown together. It didn't have any backbone to that either. Yeah. Right. Anyhow, I called. I'm going to call Robbie later today. I'm going to try to get Mr. Robbie on Mr. Bottoms for a trip report. All right, nice. And I'm trying to get Evan on still too. Me and he's been busy the past few weeks, and we were. I had to cancel with him because of uh, uh, stuff with the computer. Remember, we had a problem the one week, so we got to try to get Evan's report back. But I'm looking forward to having Robbie. I want to thank Jim Tucker again because he keeps retweeting and reposting our stuff. And uh, I want to say hi to DVC Mary. I didn't have a chance. We didn't have a chance to to beat up but uh she tried and by the time she got over there to the bus and animal kingdom i got home for the day so but it was close sorry mary yeah she's been retweeting our stuff the guys over at the grim grinning guys they constantly do it uh, re, they, they've been retweeting ourselves so, and everybody else we really appreciate you guys and uh when i it makes me happy when i see you guys interact with us so thank you uh, what else do we have here, John? Kona Cafe at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort closing for refurbishment this summer. Like, I I don't I don't get all these closures during the busiest time of the year, John. Do you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they something to update their kitchen or something that needs to be done. You never know. So. Yeah, Kona Cafe. Village Resort will be closing for refurbishment beginning on the first day of the Halloween party, August 15, 2022. <laughs> Ain't that the first day of the Halloween party? Uh, probably. Or that actually might be the third or fourth day of the party. Yeah. But actually, August 15th, that's really after the season start uh, ends. That's uh, 
we're already back at school by that time and everything. So that, that uh, you know, that, that it kind of makes sense because it'll be through August and September, and that is the slowest time of the year. So. Yeah, like I, I, I still think August is pretty busy because if we don't go back to school to September, John, so that's when a lot of us used to go down in August because we knew the southern kids went back, so everybody from up north would go. You follow me? Yeah, yeah. The first two weeks are really busy, but then it really does uh, slow down the second two weeks of August, and then going into September. September is still probably it's hot as as all places, but it's still probably uh, the best time to go. Well. I'm hoping to try to sneak down on my birthday, August, or somewhere around it, John. So I might be coming down to hang out with you for a few days. Good deal. Uh, what, what else we have here? Reservations are still available through August 14th. Kona final day of operation before refurbishment. During the closure, Kona, Kona Island will offer breakfast, lunch, and dinner via, via mobile order on My Disney Experience. Uh... And that's about it. There's no word yet to what will be changed or how long it will be closed. The restaurant is currently listed closed through September 1st, but the actual closure is likely much longer. So we shall see what they're doing over at Kona. Reopening date for the Adventurers Outpost characters meet and greet at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So that's good. We're going to get more meet and greets back, John. Yeah, it's nice to see all those coming back. Are they charging anything for this one, John? I don't know. Maybe. Lightning light. Adventures Outpost Characters Meet and Greet will be reopened on June 19, 2022 at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, the meet and greet will include... <laughs> of course it is. The meet and greet will be included with Disney Genie Plus for Lightning Lane access. So if you have more money, you're more than welcome to get to see Mickey Mouse more than the person that doesn't have money that struggled to pay their bills paid 400 hours to get in the park but if you got lightning lane you're you're better you're a better person to see mickey mouse prior to closure due to the pandemic the adventures outpost featured mickey mouse Minnie mouse it isn't clear what if both characters will be available for reopening i think disney should charge 17 dollars for each character they should charge separately for them they're losing money there's a possibility that's what i think so we don't know who's going to be there yet but you will be able to purchase it on lightning lane what do you think characters will be john minimum 10 bucks <laughs> i don't know i don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna go with on that one well it's 17 for the other i mean uh i mean if i'm thinking disney i, I mean i think they should charge 17 because one of the major things is seeing Mickey, Minnie Mouse, there are the two, and the princesses. Am I wrong? Yep. So if you got kids under five or under, say, seven, they're not going on that anyway. The, the priority is to see the characters when you have the little ones. Am I right? So, Disney, don't yeah. have a heart. I would charge 17 20 bucks a pop. I mean, I'm into the point now where I'm going to start backing Disney for it because all the idiots don't want to listen to me. They want to continue to pay. So I might as well be on Disney's side. And Disney, charge $20 a character. Make them pay. There you go. Make them pay, man. Make them pay. Uh, Finding Nemo to Big Blue and Beyond to open June 13th at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Nice, all this stuff's coming back, and and I got to give it to Disney. They ain't raising prices with all this stuff that they were already charging you for to come back. 
you know, because you're already paying for all these things that would should have been open. So now that they are open, I'm surprised. They're, well, it, July is usually the price hike, isn't it, John? Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of price hikes, Doug, SeaWorld's uh, raised their uh, markings at $35. So don't be surprised if Disney follows suit very soon. So, oh, Disney will go 40 they, They're above yeah. SeaWorld. Thirty-five to park at SeaWorld. So just be aware if you're if you're coming down, you plan on heading over to SeaWorld for the day. Uh, Thirty-five bucks would be cheaper, I think, to take an Uber from Disney property and Uber back. Almost. Yes, especially if you get dropped off up front. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's crazy. Well, th their excuse will be, well, Disney's doing it for you. So if you don't drive with how high gas prices are, you'll save money. So don't drive. Hire somebody to drive you. We're saving you. We're doing this extra ten dollars for you. Try to try to convince you not to drive. Uh, Disney's Imagineers share behind-the-scenes look at creations of Wonder of Xander Pavilion as part of the Epcot Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. You seen any of the behind-the-scenes stuff, John? No, I haven't. I, I need to go look at that now that I've wrote it a couple of times. Get an idea of what it took to make that ride. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It shows, you know, it shows all the inner workings of it, how they can change up the format if they need to. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm excited about this, John. This is about the only thing I'll be able to afford to do anymore when we come down is just go to Disney Springs until they start charging for that. And you should, Disney. You need to charge for parking in your garages, and you should charge your mission to get in. Like if the parks are worth 150 bucks a pop to get on pleasure on uh, Disney Springs should be not a problem. I mean, I mean, why wouldn't the idiots pay to get on the Springs, John? I need to start charging admission to get on my bus. Dude, you should. Yeah. Why not? Extra. Well, the seats up front should cost more than the seats in the back, John. <laughs> Let us, let us entertain you. Restaurants has announced that it will be part, will open a summer house on the lake restaurant in Walt Disney World at Disney Springs. You know where this is going, John? Uh, uh, is it going to be that what used to be that Captain's restaurant on the Lake or somewhere else? Somewhere else. Take another guess. Uh, Come on, shake your body. Let me do the motion. Can't do oh, anything. And that would be in Bongos then. Yes, it's where that used to be, right there on the water next to uh, J-Lo. Now it's going to be. It's going to be right next door to J-Lo. Okay. Right across, directly across from the AMC movie theater, John. But Summer House on the Lake will be positioned alongside, alongside the lake between J-Lo and the food truck park. And the Disney Springs location will be the third summer house lake location, joining those in Chicago and North. What is that? Beth, Beth Asada, North Beth Asada, B E T H E S D A, Beth Asada. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm Bethesda. not sure. Bethesda. Yeah, Beth yeah, Beth yeah, that sounds right. I can't even say it. How? Here is how the official website describes the restaurant. The California-inspired me menu, led by Chef Ben Goodnick, 
features simple ingredients sourced from local grow, grower partnerships and sustainable product. Rose is, a, Rose is poured all day off the signature Rose cart alongside an extensive wine and handcrafted cocktail list. And no matter the weather, the bright, airy vibes always fill the atmosphere. Whether you're in for the, a date night, a family get-together, or a brunch with friends, summer is waiting for you on the other side. So menu items include California-inspired dishes, salads, sandwiches, pasta, pizza, vegetables, cocktails, mocktails, wine, and John, favorite. What's your favorite, John? Uh, highlight. Draft beer, <laughs> buddy. Draft beer. Oh, you see? I was right. Yes. Uh, here is a look at the menu. Blah, blah, blah. You, wanna, you want me to read some of the menu items, John? Yeah, sure. Go for it trying to blow it up a little bit here so I can actually see it come on <laughs> starters fava and cannoli bean stew soup for 995 smoked ham hock cornbread crumble and Monteford peppers I I don't know if Robbie'd want a ham hock I don't see California Robbie eating ham hock do you John I don't know Oh, figures, I lose you right as we get to the menu, John. Are you still there, buddy? Or are you in that Twilight Zone area? As I said, I figured as soon as we start talking about food, we get into the nuts and bolts of the Disney podcast, you disappear, John. I, I, I ran away. All the complaining you're around for, as soon as we're going to have some fun, you disappear, John. You like the complaining That's side it. of the show. There you go. But anyway, we were saying I can't see Robbie eating ham ham hocks. We'll get. I know he'll say something when he retweets the show about the ham hocks. So, guacamole. You, you know, some, what's that? Sometimes stuff like that. Sometimes stuff like that comes back around and becomes trendy, Doug. You know, because uh, uh, think about one of the most uh, uh, iconic kind of uh, backwoods beers that you knew from the seventies and eighties was PBR. And then all of a sudden, it was the hip beer about four years ago to be seen drinking with uh, half of the ribbon. So it, it's odd how some of that stuff comes around, you know. Yeah, Rolling Rock came back around here for a little while, too. Yeah. I, I like, there's, there's nothing wrong with a good Rolling Rock, but if you, there was something about Rolling Rock, you could always get a skunk beer. Like, it would just, you'd be drinking a ton of it for a few weeks, and all of a sudden, you get a batch that was just wrong, John. When I was a kid, and so. I, I always I always thought it was something to do with the green bottles. And it's yeah. like, uh, and, and you're right. I mean, uh, Rolling Rocks actually, when it's ice cold, is very good. Yeah. I enjoy it, but man, every once in a while, it's just ooh, yuck. Yep, so. yep. We, my dad, you know, that was one of his because he would drink Rolling Rock and Bud because they had the boat. We we liked them because they had the little pony bottles, little seven ounces. They were great for the campground, out working in the yard, you know, because you're not don't have a chance to get hot you know what i mean yeah but anyhow i i could see robbie now i'll have the ham and hawk with a sauvignon blanc <laughs> is that right john you can be wrong in the improper wine glass please yeah as he uh, uh he drank that dessert wine in the wrong in the wrong glass he was he was perturbed about that yeah he so. was not happy you better be on all i have to say we love robbie here on the show but 
If I was his waiter or waitress, I'd be going. I'd be reading the king and queen's <laughs> etiquette before I waited on him. <laughs> like, like, how, how, okay, Mister Bottoms is here. How do we serve the queen? We need to go by the queen's rules. The king and the queen. We do not want to mess up here. But anyway, guacamole and house-made chips for thirteen ninety-five, John. House avocado, pico de gallo, tomato salsa, and ranchero sauce. You got a handmade burrata, Palermo olives, marinated tomato, and house a house baguette for eighteen ninety five. Prime beef meatballs, house made, uh, torn fresh basil with a brant beef. So it all looks uh, that all looks pretty darn good. As I said, John, as you disappeared again, prime beef meatballs, house-made marinara, torn fresh basil, brand beef from Brawley, California for $13.95, Parmesan truffle fries, $9.95. Uh, you got salad, you got a house salad, you got a shaved Brussels sprout salad. The house salad's $9.95, the shaved Brussels sprout salad is $17.95. I mean, do you want to shave? Are you in the shave Brussels sprout salad, John? When they say that, I always assume they're raw. And I don't, I don't care for raw Brussels sprouts. So I can't imagine eating raw. So I like them. I like them sauteed and I like them roasted. But yeah, not too. I don't like them. Imagine eating them raw. Yeah, I don't know. It's no, a, it's a manche manchego bacon, avocado, toasted almonds, green peas with a mustard vinaigrette. Now, I like a good mustard vinaigrette, so. Wilshire. I like Manchego, so. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, so it might not, it might be worth a try. Me and Brenda split it with another entree, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Wilshire Boulevard Cobb, grilled chicken, egg, corn, cucumber, tomato, blue cheese, bacon, herb vinaigrette. I mean, yeah, try it if you like Cobb salad, but if you're really into Cobb salad, go to the Brown Derby is all I'm saying. That's the best Cobb salad I've ever had. Cost and that's eighteen ninety five for that Cobb Costa Mesa, uh, queso fresco, charred corn, pico de gallo, avocado, quinoa, crispy tortilla, chipotle, crema, and a lime vinaigrette for seventeen ninety five. And then we're going to have a kale crunch, John, with cucumber, radishes, fennel, celery, sesame, and sunflower seeds with a lemon mustard vinaigrette. Oh, hot day! They they got some nice option on salads. When you say, yeah, nice light lunch. Uh, sandwiches. They got a turkey stack with nine green bread, apple with smoked bacon, tomato, lettuce, hava, hava, what a hava, hava and a green mustard mayo for thirteen ninety five. Uh, that sounds pretty interesting. I might like to try that. How about you. Sounds all right. Crispy chicken, all natural chicken breast, slow, snappy pickles for fourteen ninety five. I'm getting chicken. I'm going to homecoming. I'm not going to try theirs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know where the best fried chicken is. Uh, yeah. Disney Springs, no doubt. So. Yeah, I'm even going to go to. I'm either going to go to uh, homecoming or I'm going to go around the corner and go to Chick Fil A. You know, if I'm going to order a chicken sandwich, it's all I'm saying. I know people or, hate me or, for loving Chick Fil A, but I don't care. The service is good, the restaurant is clean, and I've never had a bad meal there. Have you? 
no. Oh, and actually, uh, at Disney Springs, Chicken Guy is fantastic, too. So, yeah, if I want a chicken sandwich, I'll get Chicken Guy. Yeah. Prime, prime Brant beef burger, lettuce, tomato, mayo, mustard, onion, pickle. And add cheese for a dollar, sixteen ninety-five. So it's seventeen ninety-five for a burger. These better include freaking fries with it, John. Uh, blue cheese peppercorn burger, John. Crispy onion, lettuce, tomato, mayo, prime beef. Do you like a uh, blue cheese on your burger? I've had a couple that I liked, and then it, it really depends on the strength and the funkiness of the blue cheese. So, yeah, sometimes the, uh, I like blue cheese. Yeah, I'll be straight up with you, dude. I'm really not one into, like, crazy, fancy, stupid burgers. I, I mean, I like my, and I, I like everything I cook, but I, I like, I like when I make my homemade burgers, I tell you what I do. I saute up the onions. I throw the burger on the grill. I saute the onions. I put the onions on top of the burger. I put the cheese on top of the onion to hold the fried onion on there. Lettuce and tomato. I'm good to go, John. I don't need bacon. I don't need avocado. I don't need all this crazy. I just want a regular burger, dude. A good cooked cheeseburger. Great. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, straight old cheeseburger in paradise. Yeah, the best burger I've ever had was uh, the ones at, at Margaritaville at uh, uh, Jimmy Buffett's place at uh, Universal uh, City Walk. And it's pretty much just, just what you said, just a regular old burger. You know, but uh, Lisa actually does a hell burger. We call it the hell burger for me. And she sautés onions and uh, jalapenos, mm -hmm. and we put pepper jack cheese on it and a little bit of hot sauce, sriracha. It is fantastic. So, yeah, yeah that's probably my favorite. So. Dude, my hemorrhoid be waving the right white flag over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good. Yeah, but, it, yeah, I don't work the next day. That's no. the problem. So. Yeah, I'm just, I'm 100%. I just want a good beef. I want a good meat hamburger that's all i want i don't need a thousand crazy things on it i'm not into all that just a regular cheeseburger i'm good then they got avocado toast which is i don't know how avocado toast costs more than a a, a, a regular cheeseburger or a blue cheese peppercorn burger the avocado toast is 1995 and it's tomato tomato scallion macaroni poached eggs and house country bread how is that a dollar more than a blue cheese bro? like i don't understand how is, is avocado is avocados going up like gas prices john and we don't know about it uh, you know what doug uh, go to a fast food restaurant and try to eat healthy as opposed to eating uh uh something unhealthy you know uh for the longest time mcdonald's had the dollar menu there wasn't a salad on that dollar menu but you could have got a burger and the fries yeah. so you know i mean some reason it, it's always cheaper to make unhealthy food than it is uh, healthy food. I guess maybe it's freshness or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it has to do with the. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just I, I just don't get it. Uh, vegetables: wood grilled asparagus, brown buttered holiday holidays, capers, and tarragon. And it's thirteen ninety five for a wood grilled asparagus. I don't know about that one, John. Caramelized Brussels sprouts, balsamic vinegar, and a Parmigiano Reggiano for eleven ninety five. Uh, potato leek soup with fennel for eleven ninety five. Wood grilled shish shishitu peppers for thirteen ninety five. 
an heirloom globe artichoke for $15.95. I'm sorry. I got a wonderful stand around the corner, and I got a grill, and I could do all these probably just as good. And <laughs> I'm not paying $15.95 for artichoke. Are you, John? <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, skip on that. Uh, raw and chilled. Ahi tuna and watermelon ta-ta, Johnny, for $17.95. And that's guacamole, Thai chili, and house-made chips. Now, that sounds interesting. What about you? Yeah, I, I like a, a good uh, tuna, so sure. We got the hamachi crudo, ponzu, yuzu, a pretty little salad for $19.95. And then a smoked salmon. Capricio for eighteen ninety five. You know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm probably not eating any of those three. If I'm gonna get raw food, I'll go over to uh, California Grill. Well, Robbie wouldn't be going there anytime soon. It don't sound like, but I go get the sushi there or go to Splitsville, John. There you go. According to Bob, that's the best sushi on property. Yeah, it's not bad. We've tried. It's not bad. But Bucatini. Pomodoro for $17.95. Organic tomatoes, Parmesan, basil. Spicy rigatoni a la vodka for $19.95. Linguini and sautéed spring greens for $19.95. And house-made ricotta cavatelli tali, tali for $23.95. So, I don't know. And now I'm on my jaunt that if I'm going to eat if I'm going to eat pasta, well, I can't afford to pay to get in the park, so I might have to go there. But you have two other Italian restaurants right there on property. Am I wrong, John? At Disney well, Springs? You got, yeah, actually, yeah, 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 actually. So. Yeah, that, uh, I don't know. Or I'd head over to our favorite uh, little uh, place over in Italy, huh, John? Yeah, absolutely. Or Trattoria Alpha Porno on a boardwalk. Yeah. So. Uh, so we have pizzas here, John. Classic margarita for eighteen ninety five with fresh mozzarella, tomato sauce, olive oil, and sea salt and basil. Organic sausage and fennel. Fresh mozzarella, tomatoes, tomato sauce, and fennel for nineteen ninety five. Hobbs pepperoni uh, for nineteen ninety five, and then you got a spicy. Salami and burrato with garlic, fresh mozzarella, whipped burrato, and tomato sauce for $21.95. Shaved mushrooms for $19.95. Prosciutto. There's Tony Soprano going to get the prosciutto, John. We got prosciutto. You like prosciutto? I love prosciutto. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Four cheese, sunny side up egg, Parmesan cream, and chili flake for $20.95. That sounds... Very, very interesting, John. Uh, well, Doug, as, as you've, been say, you've been saying about the other stuff, you know, if I'm going to get a pizza at Disney Springs, I'm going to go to Wolfgang Fox. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. This place, I mean, I'm willing to try it, but it's going to be hard. If I'm in the mood for certain things, I already have my pretty much favorites in the Springs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like it's trying to be a mix of everything, but then there's restaurants that do those things yeah, well, probably better than they try to do it. So you know, we shall see. We're gonna have to we're have to give it a try and hope. But it it'll be hard for me not to go to the other ones. And and the paddlefish is definitely going to be eaten at my next trip. You know, that's without a doubt. And if Tutu Gusto's wine cellar is open with that spicy garlic with that spicy shrimp scampi, I'm there. 
And we got our spicy gardenino and olive for eighteen ninety five. And then you have some other specialty stuff, entrees. It's called Get Hooked. Grilled organic salmon. That's the big thing, too. The whole supermarket is everything organic. And I bet if you traced it back, it's not organic, John. Uh, grilled organic I, 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 I don't know that everything's organic, but for a lot of uh, produce and stuff like that, there is a reason that it's not organic in the first place. You know, right. sometimes things are treated with uh, stuff to prevent yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, rot and uh, yeah. decay and yeah. stuff like that. So. Uh, it, it's it's just weird. But grilled organic salmon, sweet chili glaze. Oh, this sounds pretty good. Grilled organic salmon, sweet chili glaze, blue crab, cilantro. Uh, cilantro, leave that out. Cilantro rice with shiitake and ananami miso butter for twenty nine ninety five. Then you got Alaskan halibut, herb, lemon, marinated, fingerling potatoes, and spring vegetable, spring vegetable, and olives for thirty three ninety five. Oh, this sounds really good here, John. Now I might come try the place out to try them. I'm always in the mood for trying new, new crab cakes. Maryland style crab cake dinner, thirty eight ninety five. Two lump crab cakes, uh, capers aioli, and Old Bay fries, John, for thirty eight ninety five. That's one that me and Brenda could split with one of the other upper deck, you know what I mean? Split this and then get that. And that was the other thing. I was, I was watching on a, one of the YouTube channels and Homecoming, they're very good in a lot of these restaurants I was seeing where if you order one entree, they will give you a separate plate if you tell them you want to split it. So don't be afraid That's to nice. ask. So they'll, they'll actually split it for you because I seen the one they ordered... They ordered something, and they, the girl said that we're going to split this. So they actually split the serving on the two plates for them, because they got they got oh, a cu- real, yeah they got a cu- what's I'm sorry, John, guy. I was going to say that's real nice of them. A lot of restaurants don't even like to to uh, think that you're sharing stuff. You know? God well, forbid. So. Well, me and Brenda asked, and we got taken care of, but it was I thought we were being taken care of. But a lot of these restaurants will do it now because. Like last time, when me and Brenda ate at homecoming, we got one entree, but we got three appetizers with it. We can't eat two up because we wanted to try the fried green tomatoes. We wanted to try a a few different of the appetizers, but we also wanted to do the meal. You know what I'm saying? Because we love the chicken. But there's so much on those chicken meals that me and Brenda can never meet them. When we eat them, we never bring leftovers back to the room because you're on vacation. I don't, I, I mean, DVC, you can do that. When you're staying in a regular hotel, it's not, it's not good to bring the stuff back to the hotel, if you ask me. But anyway, we'll get one entree and they'll split the plate and then you get three appetizers, which you need the plate to eat off anyway. You know what I mean? How they give you the appetizer plates. They give you the extra one for each of you. So... A lot of these restaurants will split it if you do ask them. So don't be afraid to ask and don't, you know, just do it. You can't eat two entrees. Don't. Don't waste your money. Yeah. And don't waste your money, especially out there. Yeah. Grilled, they have the tacos. You got to save it for Lightning Lane. Yeah, yeah, you do. For the idiots to spend their money on Lightning Lane. Grilled tequila and lime chicken for nineteen ninety five. These are tacos now, John. And then crispy Baja fish taco, light tempered batter, chipotle crema, and a, a pisola uh, salsa, it says. And then wood grilled, you got a herb chicken breast for $18.95. Skirt steak fritters for 
for $38.95. I, I don't know if I'm spending 40 bucks for a st skirt steak. What about you, John? Yeah, that's a, that's expensive. I mean, skirt steak is one of the cheapest cuts of meat. That's, that's why it's marinated forever. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't think you'd need to spend $40 on that. Yeah, it comes with shiitake, caramelized onions, and a jam, jam, and then garlic fries. And then you got your center cut beef tenderloin for $44.95. Parmesan blackened pepper. Parmesan black black pepper, mashed potatoes, grain mustard, bolognese, and a crispy onion strings for $44.95. Now, that don't sound bad. You know what I'm saying? The skirt steak sounds expensive, but the the tenderloin is on point with all the other tenderloins on property. Maybe a few dollars cheaper. There you go. So then you can get garlic and mashed potatoes, which I would always get for an extra four ninety five. French fries three ninety five, and sweet potato waffle fries are four ninety five. The place really does look nice, John. If you look at the photos, I am I am looking forward to it. It's just I don't know what where they're going to come in. Is there what 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 they're going to be as far as usually a lot of these restaurants have a go to item. You know what I mean? I, I wonder what theirs is going to be. Yeah, it, it's it's got to be hard though. I mean, there's there's so many choices out there now, you know, and and so many places that do stuff well. Um, I think that Rob probably one of the biggest disappointments out there. I think from what I would say, seventy percent of the people say is SDK uh, from else sounds like you know their point you know, if you're going to seafood you got paddlefish and boathouse if you're doing fried chicken you're going to art smith you know mm -hmm. i mean but yeah from what i've heard uh, spk has not been really impressed yeah anybody. yeah the only ones that i've seen were impressed by and they ate there a few times was jen and scott i absolutely love it and i was really? shocked by that okay. i didn't think they were going to but they I, I he was there for a while saying it was their favorite steakhouse on property john it was his okay. favorite steak. So I was shocked. And, you know, those two like what they like. So I was, you know, you know, they they usually, when it comes to food, don't say they like something if they don't. You know what I'm saying? They've been, right, right. they won't go over the top to ever criticize anything. And God bless them, that's how they are. But when you watch all their vlogs and stuff like that, you can tell when they like when they're not going over the top. Good is bad to them, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Uh, voice of Tiana, Annika, and uh, Nani Rose let slip the opening date of the Princess and the Frog retheme of Disney Splash Mountain. Did you hear anything about this, John? Uh, I think there was some artist renderings or something that I had seen that, that came out, but that was about it. Yeah, she specified it's a 2020 on. Appearing in this morning on Live with Kelly and Ryan, Ryan, Tony Award-winning actress Anika Noni Rose briefly commented on the upcoming Princess and the Frog re-theme of Splash Mountain, and she said it was going to open in 2024. So, cool. That's that's a ways down the road. Well, I guess two years. I guess that ain't as far as I'm thinking. So, yeah, yeah, year and a half, John. We're getting old. Yeah, sure enough. Uh, Disney transformed Magic Kingdom famous purple wall to celebrate Pride Month at Walt Disney World. They painted every color of the rainbow pretty much in it, John. Did you see that? No, but I, I, that's probably some people upset because they love that silly purple wall. I don't get the whole selfie purple wall thing. But yeah, speaking of Jenny and Scott, they do that all the time. 
she gets her picture taken almost every trip in front of that purple wall. Okay. And Disney World operating hours, if you guys are headed down or out through August 11th, so check websites, they're available. New guide map, guide map at Ep Epcot highlights Guardians of the Galaxy and the new cafes, Connection Cafe and Eatery. I'm looking forward to walking through there and checking that out, John. You said you liked it, right? Yeah, yeah, I was really impressed with it. I, I liked it a lot. I and mean, uh, if I had been hungry that day, I think I would have got a burger because, it, it, I mean, they have uh, what you're looking for there, just a normal good cheeseburger. But then, I, I don't know, getting a cheeseburger at Epcot, I feel almost guilty. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's so much good ethnic food out there and to just deal with a cheeseburger. But yeah. It, it certainly looks good. It smells good. So. Yeah, speaking of that, I can honestly say I think the last burger I got there was was cold, and that was at the American Liberty Inn that my wife made me go to. It's like <laughs> it's the only bad choice of food this woman has ever done with me in thirty years of being together. I mean, we've been together thirty one years now, and for some crazy reason, I, they they had a spell on her where she'd want to eat there all the time, and it never made any sense to me. And <laughs> And, and I so was, the woman that won't let you have hot dogs and doesn't yes. want you to eat burgers that all of a sudden has to eat at Liberty Inn, right? She'd always have a hankering for it. I think it's like the whole atmosphere of it. You know what I'm saying? She just loves the American yeah. Pavilion. She would, let's eat here. We'd always have to grab snacks or burgers. or we'd, we. I've eaten there so many. And, and the last time I, I ate there was we got free food and wine. And I, I, I felt like they owed me money. I got it for free, and it was I, it was cold. Like I don't understand how you're at Disney World and you get cold food, John. I really don't. Yeah. Nope, nope. Uh, new look inside. Uh, look inside the new Walt Disney World store on International Drive. Have you had a chance to go by there yet, John? I avoid the International Drive like the plague. So yeah, I, I do not want to go down there unless I have to. Absolutely, yeah. Well, no, I haven't been. <laughs> you know, if you're staying around there, pop in if you want some uh, Disney. Uh, they have a ton of stuff. The store looks pretty crowded. It has a little bit of everything in it. First look at the first look at the new Walt Disney World International Drive dynamic digital art on display. Have you seen that building yet, John? Looks pretty cool. Yeah, I saw the pictures. It does look pretty neat. And... Yeah, I'm not sure if you've driven by it yet or not. Uh, Walt Disney Imagineering files permits for shows set for Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park. What's that about, John? Have you heard anything about a show? They're going to have a show? No, I know I haven't. I know they're still closed for their refurb right now, but no, I haven't heard anything about a show out there. The mystery surrounding a possible addition to Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park continues this week as Walt Disney World Imagineering files permits... For the park, the permit filed from Walt Disney Imagineering and assigned to Brilliant Fabrications of Orlando has the vague descriptions of install new show. Brilliant Fabrications has worked on numerous projects around Walt Disney World in the past and offers service including theme park construction, scenic art, sculpting, and metalwork. The most significant sign of the addition coming to Blizzard Beach is Blizzard Beach is the setup of a large tower crane on site with a reach up to 365 feet. The crane itself is currently being staged in the parking lot as groundwork is done to prepare the installation of the crane. 
Theories on the use of the tower crane include replacing the slides on rapid runoff rapids and installing a brand new attraction. So we shall see, John. Yeah, well, new slide. I'd be excited. Adding further support to the new construction is the spotting of the hype balloons in 2021. So I remember they were flying them over, uh, all over, uh, what you call it, over the park. Remember there was balloon sightings yeah. over that? So. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'm very, very interested on, uh, I wonder what that's going to be. I wonder if it'll be a nighttime spectacular, John, while you're swimming. I don't know. I, they don't have a wave pool there. So uh, what I was thinking was, I mean, uh, there are certain, uh, there's a wave pool at Typhoon Lagoon, but not at Blizzard Beach. But there's uh, certain places, water parks that do have big wave pools. They actually show movies um, in the evenings, you know, so they can get the inner tube and kind of float while you're watching the movie, which it sounds kind of like a cool idea, especially oh, if you're watching Jaws. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If we were watching Jaws, then I would be swimming underwater, pulling on Brenda's feet to scare the crap out of her. Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah, it would be fun though. Uh, new 50th anniversary conservation hero button available at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So, I, if you go make a donation, you can get the hero button, which is pretty cool. It has Bambi and Thumper and a bunch of the Simba and. Pumba and Timon and a bunch of the uh, characters on it. It's pretty cool. Have you seen the button yet, John? No, I haven't seen anybody wearing it. I'll have to keep an eye out for it. Yeah, it's like a it's it's the colors of the celebration with the pinkish and the blue in it, John. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see what else we have here, John. You got Rainbow Pride Layer Cake returns to Kringle Bakery at OG Cafe at Upcott. So. They got a, a a pride rainbow cake over there, John. If you want to go get one instead of your school bread, I don't care for the school bread either, Seth. I love the school bread. You don't like you, but you don't like uh, coconut, right? Coconut, yeah, yeah. I mean, as good as you're like a brother to me now, and it kind of offends me that you don't like coconut. It really does. Yeah, for some reason, can't do the texture. That celery, can't do them. Yeah, well, that's how I am with how I am with oatmeal. That oatmeal texture, I, there you go. I just uh, anything like that, I just can't do. Uh, repainting begins on the exterior of Phil Her Magic at the Magic Kingdom. That's good. They're giving that a a new uh, sprucing that up. Uh, they got Pride stuff everywhere, John. You got Pride cupcakes. You got new Pride Magic Mobile ticket design. So if you want a Magic Mobile ticket, you can get the Pride. Uh, pride, they even got pride waffles, John. I mean, uh, they got pride everywhere, buddy. <laughs> Rainbows everywhere. Yeah. So. New Americana mini ears and headband comes to Walt Disney World. So they got a 4th of July coming up. You can get red, white, and blue uh, mini mouse ears or Mickey ears. Or these are, these are mini, mini mouse ears. So peanut butter dessert returns to Gideon's Bakehouse in Disney Springs. They were they look delicious, John. You know, uh, Doug, I picked up people from I think it was uh, Polynesian going to Disney Springs a couple of months ago, and they were actually going to Disney Springs before it opened so they could rope drop Gideon's Bakehouse. That was their goal for the day. Oh, that I place, just, man. Yeah. Every time I've been by it, dude, there's been nobody in the springs, but there's an eight mile line there. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That place, I wish I had some stock in that. It's about the only thing probably rising in the stock market right now, but I wouldn't mind having some of that. Yeah, no kids. Yeah. But no, I'm, uh, I'd be excited about, uh, I'm looking forward to eating there, uh, getting some pastries and some cookies from there next time we're down. Uh, right. Trying to, anyway. Yeah, if the line's too long, it ain't worth all that. There's plenty of treats throughout the park, so I can go find something else I like. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Adventure Wishable finally scurries into the Magic Kingdom. Wishables, you know what wishables are, John? Yeah, uh, little characters, aren't they? Little stuffed animals or something. Yeah, Lisa's not got you with them yet? Not yet. Yeah. We haven't been out there in a while. So. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, Vinyl Nation has got you enough, right, John? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Well, speaking of Lisa, happy belated birthday to her. Her birthday was on the first. Oh, so. yeah. Happy birthday, Lisa. <clears throat> happy birthday to you. Happy All birthday right, Marilyn, <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, wonderful, beautiful Lisa. Happy birthday to you and many more dude how'd you like those I'll, velvet I'll, pipes I'll, I'll, yeah i'll go find that small place for them when i come home from work so. there you go, there you go. <laughs> uh i tell you where we exactly were in the recording but with breaking up five times now it's kind of hard yeah it's gonna uh, be a guess yeah uh first first booth appears for epcot international food and wine festival Who's the first booth, John? Yeah. Uh, let's go with, uh, uh, I don't know. Who, who would be the first booth? Uh, Hawaii with the uh, Kualoa pork sliders. <laughs> no, you're wrong. The stone booth, the, the, the stone vine covered booth is for the Spain marketplace. It's between Germany and the Italian pavilion. Looks like a brand new booth, John. Very nice booth. I'll okay. tell you what, they do do their do do i love when i say do do they do do a great job with their booths john yeah they're themed really well i always like how they match the countries uh, the queen's platinum jubilee trifle trifle available at uk pavilion the fourth and the fifth we missed it john but, yeah i was wondering with all that stuff going on if they were going to have something out there so i guess they did so no come on the bobs are hurry hurry let's scurry we gotta find some way to make money off the queen how can we get money off the queen so they come up with that john i'm surprised they didn't I'm charge ex dude that that see this is where they're they need me in marketing they should have put a gate on each side of the uk pavilion for the fourth and the fifth and charge anybody extra they should have had lightning lane to get in there on those two days john because you know people wanted to they buy put... anybody from england would wanted to go in there and buy like you know, the different the flags, you know, the shirts with the flag and all that. They want to buy their you know, their homelands uh, stuff, wouldn't you say, John? So they should have charged lightning lane to get in that pavilion on the 4th and the 5th. They could have put a TV back up on the, on the stage where the, the rock band plays and charged admission to go watch the television. You Absolutely. Know, Absolutely. Dude, you're brilliant. We should charge 17 bucks for lightning lane for that. <laughs> uh, what else do we have here refreshing 50th anniversary March hair inspired hibiscus tea 
Here's a hibiscus tea. Brenda would like that. It's frozen, John. Hibiscus tea and Cheshire Cafe in Magic Kingdom. The Cheshire Cafe in the Magic Kingdom has a new hibiscus tea for summertime inspired by the March Hare of Alice in Wonderland. It's $5.99. It comes, he has a little token with the March Hare on the top of it. It's like a little coin kind of deal. The tea topped with whipped cream and a hair March chocolate coin. So, it looks pretty good, John. It's strawberry looking. Yeah, I wonder how sweet it is. Yeah, I don't know. Might be sweet, huh? It would probably be delicious on a hot day. They kind of, they didn't mind it. For $5.99, it's it's not, not crazy expensive compared to what everything else is. So... I told Brenda the way it's getting to go food shopping, you're better. It's getting to the point where I, I think it might be cheaper to order out every day. You're, it's getting close. It, it really is. It's it's disgusting. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, that ain't bad. Five ninety nine for. I mean, you pay five. You pay what? Uh, what is this? What's a, a Pepsi or a, or a Coke there now? Six bucks for a bottle of Coke. Sweet. Three fifty, I think, three seventy-five, or maybe four fifty. Yeah. yeah, it might be four fifty. Yeah, I thought it was up to the five or six bucks mark. I thought it was five dollars, John. To be honest, with it you, might be. It could be it's, wrong. It's somewhere around there. Yeah. I mean, I usually have them in my bag, but I get stuck buying one a day. <laughs> Never fails me. But I don't see much more, buddy. You see anything else? Uh, no. Uh, actually, let's see. July eighteenth. Uh, is my me and Lisa's iridescent evening we're going to have at Hollywood Studios. So from 9 to 1230, uh, cast members are going to have the park to themselves to actually finally get a chance to go ride uh, Star, the, the Star Wars uh, Rise of the Resistance and stuff. So um, my goal is, if Lisa's feeling well, obviously, um, get out there and do uh, Rise of the Resistance and uh, Mickey's Runaway Railroad. Um, she hasn't done Smuggler's Run either, so hopefully we get on those three. Um, but since I had that, I went ahead and we had uh, 20 points that we kind of needed to use for DVC. So we got a one-night stay at Bay Lake Tower. I haven't stayed at Contemporary before, so we can do that. Um, and since we're doing that, well, let's just go to the Magic Kingdom. It, it, so we'll go to Magic Kingdom for the day. Um, Going to take the monorail over to Epcot and then in the evening at uh, Hollywood Studios. So it's a day that I'm planning so far. I don't know how much will actually get done, but we're going to try. So. Well, I'm rooting for you. What day is this? The 18th of July. Okay. So it's going to be a Monday. Okay, so, yeah, Lisa should be hopefully in the, back to, you know, becoming herself again. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully by then, John. Yeah, yeah. well, she's, gonna have, she's having the surgery on the 22nd of June and then start the chemotherapy sometime after that. So if they start it before that, I don't know how old she's going to feel. I don't. I mean, it's hard to say because, you know, she's uh, she's part of the Facebook groups with a, a lot of women that have been through this, and some of them had horrible reactions to the chemotherapy, and then other ones were like, yeah, maybe still, you know, queasy for two hours, and then it was fine. So yeah. It really depends. So. Yeah, that's how my buddy Kent was. He would have one bad day, and then he was fine. He felt okay. Yeah. And he was actually one of the weird ones. Not weird, but he, he actually gained weight because he put himself into such... And he didn't get fat. Like, I was expecting him to lose... You know, most people lose weight during that. But right, he, right. him and his wife came up with such a, a, a 
a menu for himself. Like, and he's one of these people that if he gives himself rules and regulations, he'll stick to them. You know, he's a very channeled guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Self-discipline. Yeah. Yeah. He has very good discipline. So before he went in and he had his deal done, he was on this discipline menu and he ate and he actually gained a few pounds. The doctor was shocked. He goes, you put on three pounds. How's that? I mean, like he was happy that he did that. You know what I'm saying? So it was really good. But, but anyway, I mean, he, like I said, he put on a few pounds. Hopefully, uh, everything it's, it's going to be very hard for, we'll be praying for, but hopefully, uh, she doesn't have a horrible reaction to it. Yeah, I'm hoping so. She, she's got an incredibly queasy stomach though. I mean, even, uh, um, like, uh, just giving blood the other day for the thing made her sick. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, we'll be all praying for her, John. And I appreciate it. Here we go. We got last few odds and ends here, and we'll let you go for the night. The Bright Line receives federal grant for rail line connecting Disney Springs to Orlando and International Airport and all that, John. So that looks like it's a go now, John. Yeah, yeah. It better be after they got rid of uh, Magical Express. I thought that was the entire purpose of that. So. Yeah. Well, I don't think this bright line will be ready for a few years. So it isn't. Like yeah. You're screwed for the next two. Uh, Walt Disney World announces Orlando and Tampa hiring fair for June. And they got new bonuses, John. Hiring fair uh, for, for June. Bonuses up to $1,500, John. Yeah, housekeeping and, and uh, food service. Yeah, we there's actually a lot of incentives for us uh to to get people to uh apply and stuff so yeah if you're interested please hit me up on facebook or twitter (laughs) if you're interested in working for the mouse uh hit me up and i'll be happy to uh give you my burner number and uh maybe we can make some bucks together there you go help johnny out yeah no Uh, kidding uh lifeguard job fair starts tomorrow actually and that starts at 1525 for shallow water and 1625 for deep water all I know is if I'm in any water, I, I want the guy to be able to save me in the way, John. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and there's a $1,000 hiring bonus for that, John. Uh, That's not bad at all. Resort Sales Associates start at $1,575. And Sales and Solutions Specialists start at $1,695. And a $1,500 hiring bonus is being offered for those roles. The fair will be in Central Florida... 70 7100 municipal drive so uh attraction starting pay john is 15 dollars custodials 15 dollars food and beverages 15 bus driver 19 lifeguard 1525 security 1650 so there will be hiring the following culinary positions starting 19 to 21 with a 15 Hundred hour hiring bonus. Uh, Full time chef assistant, lead line cook. Uh, chef assistant pastry and bakery, lead baker, culinary advanced and uh, pastry advanced. So there's a bunch of jobs they're looking for help. You guys need help all over. The Mexican pavilion's looking for uh, Mexican you know, people from the country to apply right now, John. So well, that would make sense. Mexico that would be great. is looking for Actually, Mexican people to work for Mexico. So that would make sense. Yeah, and 
I don't see much of anything else, buddy. You almost home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to last a little bit, so I'm going to lose it. So, lose the signal. Oh, dude, you got to get this. New 50th anniversary die-cast bus set drives into Walt Disney World. You got to get the 50th anniversary buses, John. Yeah, we saw those. Uh, they, they were on the Facebook page the other day. So, yeah, there's people chasing them down already. And Disney, I mean, the more I read, reading those articles, where you, you probably won't get your discount on them yet either, John. They don't want you to be able to sell one for <laughs> a dollar profit on eBay. God forbid. And now they got a golden Starbucks bottle, joins 50th anniversary iridescent shimmer collection. So you got a new Starbucks. Uh, and that's about it, John. Lawsuit refiled against Governor DeSantos. The, the solution of Ready Creek Improvement Company. So we're going to be... Who would have guessed we're going to go through more lawsuits on that, John? Oh, that's... that's Like what he said, Doug, there ain't anybody going to be happy about all that except for the attorneys. Yeah. That's the only people that... I mean, all this stupidness. So... And, and then Cocoa Puff Top Cold Blue Brew Black Cafe and Spiked Alcohol Coffee. Finally lands. You want? I don't know if I want cocoa puff coffee. Do you, John? That sounds like a bit much. I have to be it, honest. It lands at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and it has a. If you spike it, it's fourteen dollars, John. So, better be with the top shelf shit. <laughs> Excuse my language. Uh, I doubt it. I, I, I don't think it's going to be with uh, the good stuff. So. No. Uh, that's about it, John. Construction continues around guest relations at World Celebrations. Tron Cycle still isn't open, but they're still working on it. A new menu de debuting soon at Sci-Fi Dine and at 50's Primetime Cafe. Uh, that's pretty cool. Is 50's Primetime open, John, right now? Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, I wasn't sure because, like, the ones that are closed and the ones that are open, like, you would think that would be the one that would be still closed with all the interaction. What about you? Yeah, well, I know they, they were pairing that back already because people there are some people who complained. So that and uh, Rory Forks were both pairing uh, the interaction and the craziness back, which is a shame. If you don't like that, don't go there. Uh, I mean... Well, maybe I'll try to get you on on one of your rides home this week, John. They got the new menus, uh, sci-fi pops this week. And the sci-fi menu will premiere on June 2nd, which is already passed. And then 50s prime time, June 7th is the new menu. So maybe uh, okay. one day on your way home, you can give me your schedule this week. And maybe we can do a quick menu for something positive on here. We'll do the two matters right, and see which, one, see which one we like better. How you? What do you? That that that's a plan, John. That's a plan. Sounds good. So, anyway, everybody, please be kind to one another. Uh, take care, of John, and put your stroller away on the buses, right, John? Absolutely. Please hold the strollers. So, and everybody, be please be kind to one another. We are now streaming on iHeartRadio. And we're also streaming on Spotify. So if you guys 
you know, want to listen to us over there, you, it, we, we're trying to make it a little easier. So now we're on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts. We're, we're a little bit everywhere, John. So head on over, listen to us. And if you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review because that really helps us out. So that would be fantastic. So that'll be it. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Go Lightning. Yeah, go Lightning. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.